0: Hey everyone, welcome to the latest and greatest episode of My Sister and Me. We have myself Janelle and also little sister over here. Dominique.
1: Dominique. Yes, girl. Hey. Hey. Um, it was swamps. I worked every <laughs> worked every day last week. Uh I haven't had a day off um since I came back except for finally had a moment Sunday um to try mm-hmm. to like, catch up on housework and trying to grocery shop and I juice for the week. Um and I man, I thought my ass was going to get a 4-day weekend. These niggas talking about I got to come to work Friday. I am pig. And they think I'm coming up in that Saturday, but I got a photo shoot, so I ain't doing that. I'm like, that's not a part of the regularly scheduled programming, so what we're not doing
0: is that. I need to get back on my juicing. I have not done it in quite some time, and I really need to get back in the groove of it. I'm so um, diligent.
1: Pineapple, cran- uh, not cranberry, pineapple cucumber juice, fire. Mm, that do sound, that, that sound good. Yeah. I'm gonna add a slab <laughs> of Hennessy saying. and let you know how that turned out. I oh, hope, girl,
0: you in this Hennessy. I know I am. I feel like I feel like fruity drinks like that are good with like white liquor.
1: Maybe, but you know, we are gonna see. I got some white liquor in there too. We can we okay. can t- taste test. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> well, my my weekend it was super eventful.
1: Oh yeah, girl, you was in Philly.
0: Yes, it was my first time in Philly. Um, not that I got to experience it at all but I was working the whole time and getting there was a tussle like my flight was delayed like two and a half hours Oh um girl like first down there and I hear an announcement being made because I usually wait in like the American lounge so you know when it's like time to board I mosey on down to my gate and I'm catching like the tail end of an announcement so i go up to the attendant to ask what was happening and basically they were doing a check engine like an engine test so he was like we don't really know how long it's going to be you know it could be 15 minutes it could be an hour you know we've def- we've seen them take the plane like up and like fly around for a little bit so we just don't know i'm like oh okay um. Then next thing you know, we get the confirmation that the engine test test has failed. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and this plane is no is not good to fly. So they're trying to find us another plane. Come to find out, they debo this other plane that was flying to Vegas. Um, and gives us their plane. Girl, why we show up to the other gate? Shit's delayed again. Like
1: <laughs> damn. <laughs>
0: So I didn't get to Philly till like 2 a.m. Um, and then got to the hotel and all this stuff. But it was very good, very fruitful. Um, I helped out. It was a friend of mine from high school. Her, She and her business partner opened up a coffee shop slash wine bar. In Philly and they needed some design help so I was there to kind of give my two cents and set them up with a plan and they like fed the fuck out of me I ate so much food and it was so good everybody was like super nice and it was just really nice to see everybody you know just from like the neighborhood come in and everybody was like just so excited and super complimentary so it was really really nice um and then I met up with another girl that I briefly worked with when I worked at the shoe store, this girl, Tana. Hey, Tana girl. Yeah. And so she and her sister, we went to brunch and then they gave me like a little mini tour around Philly. So yeah, I got, a, you know, a little a little taste of it. So I think my goal next year, especially since I've decided that next year, I'm not taking any trips that require me pulling out my passport. Um. I'm doing all domestic uh, flights and, <laughs> and trips and vacations, but I do want to kind of do like a East Coast tour, like maybe take like a week and a half and visit all of these cities that I've been to, but never really got a chance to fully experience, like New York, DC, now Philly, and I do want to go to Boston because I've never been.
1: I but, would like to Boston too, girl.
0: Yeah, so that will be on the trip schedule for next year. So save your coins.
1: (laughs) I am. No, I actually, I'm trying to go to uh, New York um, in the fall to see Ramon. And I told him, yeah, I told him, I was like, I'll try to come. I was like, uh, for fashion week. uh, Mm Because I have a homeboy that goes to like a lot of the shows um, as well. So, yeah, I believe that's in the works. Big ass rats, you know. Not like it's not out of the norm for me, and you know now because they're girl.
0: When you just said that, I completely forgot about that puppet trip,
1: girl. And we got chased.
0: Were you with us when we got chased by that big ass rat? I remember the big ass rat. I don't remember y'all getting chased by it though. (laughs) We went to Trash Ass Coney Island, girl. Trash Ass Coney Island so let me, let me rephrase that go to New York and experience it as an adult because <laughs> I completely forgot that we took that trip
1: girl Ugh. girl and
0: I think mainly because I didn't get a chance to do all the shit that I wanted to do like I wanted to go to museums and stuff but you know with snot nose ass kids we wasn't doing all of that so.
1: <laughs> girl. we was lucky to go to Madame Tussaud. So. this is true but hey you know what we did see J-Lo on that trip did you come with us yeah, I got my ass up to see J Lo. Yeah, and they was, was protesting problem. her ass for saying nigga. Oh, yeah. I I forgot about that. I know. Girl. But so it was so that was that was fun. I got to experience we got to experience the Today show.
0: And it was more so about that. It was yeah. less about J Lo, more about going to the Today Show. So yes. that's how I just <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
1: you. I was there for J Lo. I love that album. I mean, you know, You just can't be out here saying niggas. I don't care if y'all are told you to do it or not. And black people out here, that's all they say. Now, if you... Right, Right. okay, if you black Latina, okay. But J-Lo is not. Well, anyway, we gonna move (laughs) on. But yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm with you because I definitely, I want to do D.C. I want to do New York again, experience it as an adult. uh, And definitely Boston. Apparently, Boston has a lot of eye candy. So I'm sure it we, does. We're going to see. <laughs> but anyway, what I was about to say was
0: happy Pride. As we all know, Pride was, when this comes out, it will be the 4th of July. So, um, sort of happy Independence Day also. But happy Pride, um, nonetheless. And in the whole spirit of Pride Week, there's been a lot of people, you know, like... Owning their truth and coming out. Um, there was a little guy who gave his commencement speech, which I just realized I'm like, where are you graduating? Because if- <laughs> it's July. You just now <laughs> given a commencement speech. But um, this Black um, teenager was giving his commencement, spe- commencement speech. I'm assuming he was valedictorian or something of the nature. And he came out as, as bisexual. And, you know, he was met with a standing ovation. Like everybody was cheering him on and just very excited. So it was good to see that people can actually stand up in their truth and be congratulated. Unlike the other girl who gave her speech and they turned the mic off on her. So that was awesome. Um, and with that said. Little not little Lil Nas X. I don't know why I struggle to say his name. It does not flow for me.
1: (laughs) Girl, you have to say a country. Lil Nas X.
0: Lil Nas X. Okay. Lil Nas
1: X came out as well.
0: And But did he
1: really need to? Well,
0: so that has always been kind of my thing with this whole quote unquote coming out. Like straight people aren't walking around proclaiming to be straight. You don't have to have an announcement or anything, and that's. And I hope at some point we get to the state stage in life where people don't have to do that. Like, I could just be living my life,
1: and life it does matter. Time.
0: Right, but yeah, um, did she need to come out? I feel like no, because it's like.
1: Yeah, and like I we thought knew. we. <laughs> yeah, I thought we knew. Like, I just thought, I just, I was under the impression like Vernon and I had this conversation, mm-hmm. and they've even talked about it like on like other podcasts. Um, but I, I just feel like we. I thought we knew. I, I mean, and now it's like he's being met with, now, like a lot of backlash and like homophobic like people are saying homophobic things to him and now he's in his feelings and which is totally like I understand like that's unacceptable we should not be bullying people via internet and now it's like niggas like oh, I'll never play that song again I'm like come on like y'all Girl, fucking, people are so... y'all, y'all be telling us to fucking separate R. Kelly from the, the R. Kelly the man Robert from R. Kelly the artist so okay well, if you're doing that, you the same energy. You need to do that for little non-sex. That's why I'm just because they're the not host- interested
0: in any of that. Because at I the end you. of the day, people are way more homophobic, and it, that's always been the case. Like, no one cares that you are a child molester as long as you're right. not gay, right? And like, and that's the thing. It would the whole R. Kelly thing. If now if he was fucking little boys, people would have had a completely different reaction but you are fucking little girls so we just don't care. Right. And it's not that deep or well they ain't got nothing to do with <laughs> it's Girl. just a mess and it's terrible and was even crazier is that all of a sudden like now that he's gay you are now like sexualizing his lyrics and all of that stuff or it was for the kids and now you don't want your kids listening to it because now it means something different to you how yeah how? and
1: like you he said he's like this song is about horses it's not about nothing extra or whatever this is literally what this song is about like you know like, like okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: is that the words
1: yes Those. those are, that is that is a lyric Okay, I just <laughs> but, and you know and so now he you know now he you know because of this, um, you know he has been bullied and you know it took Dwayne Wade to step up to you know to say something for him and just be like, you know, ignore people and just pretty much keep doing what you're doing. What you are doing is great. And at the end of the day, that's all you can. Unfortunately,
0: yeah, we up, have not shout come to a to space. I out to Dwayne
1: Wade for you know supporting his son. Uh, you know, that never really came out, but we just kind of assumed, but just well, that, be but that's the cool. thing But that's the thing, it's like it shouldn't
0: even be right. something that is commendable because, yes, you should be supporting your children, right? Like, but we, but we know,
1: but we know, niggas and how that goes. I know, I, I realize that I realize yeah, that and, you know, but I'm having just saying, friends you know, that are, um, openly. Gay and whose parents have pretty much like let them fall by the wayside and that don't support them. No, I and
0: I one hundred percent understand that that is the um the narrative that has been for so long. My point is that we should be getting to a place or working towards getting to a place where it should not have to be celebrated because it should it just should be a given. You know that right. this is the lifestyle that my that. My children lead, and this is who they are. It does not make me love them any more or any less, because what the, what does it have to do with the price of rice? So the more we can creating this, start creating this sense of normalcy, because it is normal. So I just want people to just like. Let the shit go. Cause at the end of the day,
1: like are you are you fucking somebody, a dude? Are you fucking, you know, somebody from the same sex? No. And so it, why does it matter to you? Because people, cause people love being involved in shit that ain't got shit to do with them and like judging people instead of judging their own bullshit that they in. So that mm-hmm. deteriorates them from the mess that they in. And that's what it is. So fuck them. I still so. like you, Lil Nas X. Like the songs that I have heard outside of this are bomb. So continue. Yeah, no, I do he just put out yeah
0: I I never got with the horses not gonna lie I could not rock with it, but everybody else did so good on you but this new shit I can get with it so girl, <laughs> I got the horses in the back of- girl <laughs> but speaking of bullies the biggest bitch bully Yo, girl. Taylor uh. Uh-uh.
1: First of all, correct that statement. That is not my girl. <laughs> this is just a story that I found interesting to report as a journalist. I am here <laughs> to relay the bullshit, and here we go. So,
0: okay, so, so in
1: <laughs> you know, hot off the presses, hot off the presses
0: for this week is that what I call it? That Swift shit.
1: Uh, <laughs> anyway, here we go.
0: <laughs> you tell the story.
1: Okay, so Taylor Swift uh, does not own the rights to her Um uh, As many artists do not. Correct. Um, she signed a deal when she was 15 years old. Probably clearly did not have anybody else. Her own attorneys looked this contract over.
0: but I doubt that, that but continue. <laughs> that,
1: well, that's Sorry. what I said. Probably, I'm pretty sure she did not. So, um, I don't know how old this bitch is right now, but um recently, uh, a well-known manager by the name of Scooter, uh, I can't, I, it's, it, I know- I think it's, his last name is Brom. Brom, yeah, has um bought the company that owns the rights to her publishings. The issue at hand is, is that Taylor Swift had been trying to buy them back for a while now, and they pretty much told her no, but she could buy an album, one album at a time as she released an album, which is hella fucked up anyway. So now this guy has, uh, you know, holds the key to her, mm-hmm. her masters, to all her musics. And she is pissed because one, she tried to buy them back. But two, this guy has been, I guess, notorious for kind of like being a bully to her and kind of a few other people in the industry. I don't know. I was trying to figure out what exactly happened between him and Rihanna. But I do know Rihanna had referred to him as a rat years ago. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if if he was managing Rihanna because I know at one point Rihanna almost had to file bankruptcy. So I don't know what happened. uh, But I do know Rihanna has spoken out against him. But Mm -hmm. I really didn't find too much. But, you know, in this case, now, I understand her frustration to a certain extent. Because she did release an iOS release. Girl, girl, niggas love that shit. But hey, whatever works for you, whatever. However you gotta convey the message. So, her frustration is, is valid. It is fair. I get it. I understand. What I don't like is the fact that in the midst of her saying, this is how this person has made me feel. I feel like this is very unfair. This is just another way for him to control me. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately I'm, you know, I was young when I signed this deal. I did not know what went into it and what the industry entailed. But you know, I'ma have to just let my old music be of my past and I have to, you know, move, you know, wiser in the future. But while she's saying all of this, she throwing shade at motherfuckers. Like Kanye and Kim. And okay. you know, I do not stand for neither one of them hoes. Right. Any three of these hoes. But it's like, okay, why can you just convey the message without the shade
0: like because Taylor Swift is that's why I say that she is a bully she is a bully because this is a prime barbecue Becky situation number one as we all know it is common knowledge that typically when these artists sign these record deals they usually sign some shitty ass deal just so they can get on um, and we know, like, later on in their careers, this is why they always end up trying to, like, sue the, right. their record company for X amount of back pay or um, amending their contracts or. This is typical. So, one, I get that she was 15, but she was also a minor. Then, that means there was an adult that was present who read over this shit and agreed to this shit. On her behalf. So you knew what you were signing up for, knew what you were getting, you, and that's just the name of the game. Two, like, why, how is your beef with you? Don't like this man for it, whether the reasons are legitimate or not. You don't, man. Now he owns your, the masters. Now, if you were putting up to me, if it seemed like you were, It was just all about your music. To me, I don't know why you wouldn't have maybe put up a bigger stink previously. Um, I don't know what type of offerings. Like, I read her little iOS uh, press release. And to me, the verbiage was very vague. Like, at first she was saying, you know, I pleaded with them for the opportunity to own my master's. What does that mean? Like, you can... Speculate a lot of things like you could say, Oh, I made them several offers and they kept denying me, or I just asked the motherfuckers and I'm blind and blue eyed and I want my shit and give it to me because I'm a white woman in this world. And I, you know what I mean? Like, what does that mean? And even when she said, um, Once they sold it, that she was not given the opportunity to buy them again, like, what does that mean? Were you expecting them to? Contact every artist that was on this record label to say, "Okay, we're selling the record company. Here's your chance before we sell to claim the rights to your music." Like that doesn't make sense.
1: Well, no, I just I, part I, of the sale. Well, I took away from it was just like it had been, you know, this ongoing battle of her trying to gain control over her music, and you know, without what, all the extra shit she was just con- con- like continuously like denied. And she... I, I get that. And so and so, which is why she was just like this just isn't fair. You know this is somebody that has like manipulated me and now this is gonna like be over my head like forever because this person now owns the rights to all my previous recordings. But my thing
0: is in her iOS release the only thing she even mentioned was in reference to the Kanye and Kim thing, which you lied. Like, how are you mad because this this dude basically co-signed with them because you tried to make it seem like you were a victim during that whole, like, famous song. And Kim had them receipts, and she released that video with you saying, oh my god, that's so cool. Like, that's just so dope. Like, you were all on it. And then you couldn't say shit. So now you have done this whole thing about how he bullied you and like how Kanye like exploited your body and did all of these different things and this dude like basically set out some tweets saying like co-signing Kanye and now you like I hate you and you just to me it just seems like what she's doing is trying to play this victim yet again which is what she typically always does in order to gain the sympathies like this whole like For what like I I don't see what the issue is like that is the music industry point blank period like you are not the only person that this has happened to does it sucks does it suck yeah like it sucks that you have created this music and this content or what have you and you don't own it that does suck at the same time you agreed to that so in order to get to where you are right now
1: so shut the fuck up <laughs> but i think i think part of it is like like you said circling back to her being 15 we don't know who like i said her attorneys were who they were not you know what her parents read or did not read and i just feel like again like you said that gets people get suckered all the time And a lot of times, like I've, I've witnessed it from a different perspective with like a a friend of mine going into a business deal with his girlfriend and her family or his ex-girlfriend and she's an attorney and everybody was like, okay, y'all doing this business endeavor together. Like what's, how does it benefit you? They could just close up shop on you one day and you won't even know what happens. You have somebody else look this, you know, your contract over, and he was like, "No, I'm good, I'm good." And sure enough, when shit started to really, you know, hit the fan, and it closed up shop without warning on him, that's what happened. So he, you know, screwed himself over. So again, it's just like you don't know who you're dealing with. And in her case, she again, she was a minor. But yeah. so who had dealings in that? Who did not read that over? I'm the blame. No, and I, I get that too. I get that
0: too, but my, my point is typically th- these are the contracts that they write. That's why it's such a big deal when artists actually own their masters and typically they only get to a certain um, level mm-hmm. before they even talk about buying their masters. So I'm what I'm saying is the deal no, that yeah. she likely had, excuse me? No, I said no. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I'm like the deal that she likely had was probably a standard contract a lot of people have in the music industry. Just like the fucking Beatles. Like, uh, Paul McCartney did not own, McCartney did not own any of the rights to the Beatles' music. And Michael Jackson bought it from up under him. Yep. So, it's all about who had the biggest coin. So, either she did not put up enough money for her shit previously, before the sale of this. You know what I mean? That's that's the part that just seems sketch to me. So, I don't really know but everybody else is like weighing in their like two cents you know from Tajik Hall but Justin Bieber I mean he even made a little like Instagram (laughs) release just I think he had said some fuck shit to her essentially like girl you doing too much like well yeah because Scooter is his manager but she but the thing is it's like you are doing a lot and I'm not saying like I don't know this man and I feel like people have good and bad relationships Different types of relationships with a person. So, one person could have like a great relationship with this man, never had no trouble, no issue, but then somebody else, you know, he could have treated like shit. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I just feel like, and even like fucking Tatra Call, like, why are you even commenting? No well, shade. Well, yeah, but I mean, but you know what that's about. But then, and and he's, he's trying I to secure his check. His, his had some kind of, who <laughs> Chile?
0: He's trying to secure his check okay like right now Taylor is cutting checks for him because he's dancing in her videos and whatnot so and he is trying to gain or maintain some sort of relevancy before he is just some obscure background uh, backup dancer so let me come out saying how this dude is a bully to me and let me say how he is homophobic but let me not say anything and not to say that this man is not not to say that this man is not but you are also making these allegations with nothing to back it up.
1: Did well, he you... had receipts.
0: The receipt, I, the only thing I saw was basically when he had emailed his letter of re- resignation and
1: it didn't say nothing. Well, like, it was just pretty <laughs> much just like... saying, well, it was that because somebody has said, like in that camp, was saying stuff about Todrick Hall and was saying how they had okay. fired him, and so that's why he came. Got I was him. like, I never got fired. I, you know, i you know, quit. Like I sent a letter of resignation, uh, right. to like pretty much combat what that person was saying. But then what was also bizarre about it was like, you know, and he was kept on saying how they pretty much they had owed him money. They never paid him the money that mm-hmm. they, they 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 promised him. Which uh, this mm-hmm. is how it always is. How I, whatever money he owed to like some people, like they that like a bill that they were supposed to cover, he ended up having to cover that bill. What was also bizarre, which was like he was saying that he felt like he wasn't being treated the same as the rest of his artists, and you know, like he said, it could he very well could be homophobic or whatever it is. I would have pulled the race card before I said homophobic to a certain extent. But, but that was but the also- thing, you know. But that's, but that's the thing. It's like how do you? How are you? That
0: is such a major allegation to uh, accuse somebody of being homophobic or even being racist when it is when you have like no outright evidence of it. You're just saying, I felt like I was not being treated fairly. And yes, it could be. It could very much well be because of those two factors, that you was a black man and you was a gay man. It could have 100% been that. But without saying but without having any receipts or even giving any details or even like how how did you feel that that was the case something I right feel like you're just not big enough to just like and again I don't want to name the victim a legitimate victim if if something was really happening to him during all of this but just based off the words that he is saying he is not saying anything <laughs>
1: Well, so, yeah and I, I like know. I feel like he was probably still trying to just be like without going into detail, like ba- like let me just brush over like my experience with him, and like he said, he had said things, and he had also said that he had said things about Taylor Swift, which you know again, nobody is saying what he said, so it's also right. like it's it's and I don't know if it's that's them trying to semi be tactful because like the the industry is so small. But what was also bizarre was like Demi Lovato hopping down. Oh, that's, I'm as a member of the LGBTQ community and that guy's my manager. So I don't, that's not fair to, to say that about him. You know, I'm like, but being a gay woman is completely different from being a gay man. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's you, you know, not only straight, a gay a straight woman, straight but man,
0: a, like a, be, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm like especially being well. I forget Demi Lovato ain't white, but she kind of she telescopes as white. So (laughs) fuck you. I'm just saying. (laughs) But again, like and again, black men in the industry, black gay men in the music industry, particularly, definitely have a hard time um, Mm -hmm. really transitioning to superstardom, like. Obviously, like Tajik Hall is hella talented. We all know this, but I just feel that to let him get no further than where he has gotten. Yeah, what he's trying true. to do. Like if he was be on Broadway, or if he was trying to maybe
1: even see. And that's I was under the impression that I I I always thought when I was watching his videos. It was, like, more so him, like, directing, like, fun stuff and or, like, the Broadway, you know, route or whatever. That's that's That was the impression I always got for him. I didn't know that he was trying to be, you know, this pop I star. I feel like he definitely want to be bigger than that. Yeah, I feel
0: like he definitely wants to be, like, way more than what he is. I feel like he ended up in this genre of entertainment because nobody else would let him in on those terms, right. you know what I mean, because wasn't he like on American Idol, like I feel like that was the only way he was able to kind of make a niche of himself, which is hella dope, like it's hella commendable that you were able to even do that, like they're not going to give you no space, you made your own space mm-hmm. but again, like that only takes you so far, especially if you want to be in front of the camera, like it's, he could be hella successful in the background, but I don't think he wants to be in the background yeah. He just, you know what I mean? Like, he just don't. And that's okay, but the thing is, it's just like, unfortunately, I don't know what it is about music. Like, it seems like we are not as a society open open to listening to gay black men. Yeah.
1: Not progressive at all. It's just per- like it still seems... But, but again, it's just because of the culture and the stereotypes and the stigmas quote unquote that come with that and it's just that people just need to let people be and mind their own fucking business like mind your business so I don't I don't care and and, and again it's at the end of the day who are you to judge somebody right who are me to judge (laughs) moving on with the bullshit
0: Right. How? I guess we can wrap up. Uh oh wait, do we have more press?
1: Yes, girl, we got more press. I got one more story for your ass. Oh, okay, okay. Girl, why did Chloe Kardashian have the nerve to call Jordan I... a fat hoe I saw that. Or shit. it was like an asshole. I'm sorry, a fat asshole.
0: But it's oh like my... I thought
1: I... And I'm like, pop me, get and it. Guess off, I... that you fat and you was fat.
0: Like, you was the first fat one. Like, what are you talking about? Was this happen? Well, first of all, Chloe was acting a fool during that whole um, debacle. <laughs> anyway.
1: Oh, so I was like, yes. I could not think of the word. <laughs>
0: like, I was going to say shenanigans. I was going to say scandal. Yeah, I would. don't know. All these different And things. like,
1: the fact that Kylie had to even call them To tell them to stop like y'all being y'all being a bully like let it go like
0: but y'all the main hoes like y'all stay selling somebody niggas and Chloe let's be real like you were chubby and not cute at all so you had to turn a bunch of tricks just to get these niggas so stop
1: just stop you know I just I don't get it and it's like y'all are pushing 40 and y'all acting like this let it go and again like it's not like she sought out to do that again she did she did admit that what well, you shouldn't have been sitting on that boy lap. that was hella inappropriate whether y'all kissed or not whatever happened happened and the thing is it's just again Y'all are y'all forty. Y'all are damn. Y'all are forty years old, acting like this to some girl that's damn that just turned twenty one. It's like, come on, let it
0: go, girl. And y'all and, and that's and that's the thing, you know. They forty still sitting down with other bitches niggas' laps. So and she's a child. Well, you know, pretty much young and dumb. So and again, your qualm wasn't with her. It was with that nigga. So, if you are still... I just hope it's an old-ass video. Girl, I don't think it is. You was, I haven't seen it. So, I, don't, I just saw, like, the fact that it came out. But I haven't seen the actual video. So, or clip.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: But, anywho. Let's move right along. I guess we're done with the
1: press now. In Black Girl Magic, we have the first ever Miss Tennessee. Her name is Brianna Mason. She's 23 years old, and she is the reigning queen supreme of Tennessee. I don't know how long Tennessee has been a state, how long they've been doing this pageant, but uh, this is ridiculous. (laughs) I'm like, it's a lot of firsts for Black people that's happening in 2019 still, and it's just crazy. How that's still happening,
0: yeah. You don't even think about it until it actually happens, and you're just like,
1: "How? How is that so? Especially
0: Tennessee, though, like Tennessee is chock full of it. But I guess the
1: Yankees still outweigh the blacks, so
0: well, you know, it's I guess when you try to like whittle down, um, who actually letting in these pageants, mm-hmm. black folks in doing the pageants to letting you win the pageant and then to actually win. But still, it's it's crazy.
1: But, you know, good luck, girl. I mean, what's the next round? Is, is she will America, compete in, yeah, she'll compete in like Miss, Miss USA next year, 2020.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Well, maybe we could sweep the pageants next year like we did this year. Yep. Yeah. So, well, congratulations, boo. I can never... i could never (laughs) girl that that life is just it's just not for me and you have to be a special type of person i feel like to be all up and through that pageant world so it's like a whole other culture that i don't think most of us will ever really 100% understand being on the outside looking in. They should really do a documentary about like behind the scenes. because I feel like there's always like parody like movies, but not like the real nitty gritty crazy shit that I think these women go through yeah. for these competitions. But yeah. Well, that's awesome. So congratulations, Boo. Um, Hope to see you next year,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and by see you know, be posted on somebody's social media because pageants
1: is something that I no longer watch. So, girl, I can't yeah. tell you the last time I watched a pageant.
0: Girl, I feel like it was at, uh Creature House with no cable,
1: <laughs> and that was the only. Yeah, most
0: definitely. Me. So.
1: But anyway, moving right along. Every time have, you say moving um, right along, I keep thinking yeah. of that Puppet movie and they were singing this song. Ryan would know what it is, but every time you say it, I just picture Fozzie and Carmen singing. Oh, I have no clue Girl. what that is. <laughs> we're moving right along. It was, okay, like, it well... was Fozzie and Carmen, or it was Fozzie and Steve Martin, but whatever. Continue. Okay. So we have our <laughs> artist. <ability>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I was just scrolling through my Instagram and I came across um, it was almost like an ad for these really, really beautiful um, hairbreads. Mm-hmm. And it's called Locks and Trinkets. And the creator is Miss Enoka Enocha. it's M-I-S-S-E-N-O-C-H-A. And she creates like these handmade and vintage like barrettes and um, earrings and accessories. And they're just like hella, hella dope. And it just made me think about back in the day when we used to wear all of these barrettes and things in our hair as little black girls growing up and to just see how it's just kind of transitioned and evolved into these really beautiful statement pieces. And I just love that shit. So the photography of her page is beautiful. Like all of her models are chocolate. And they just really makes her pieces like really pop off of her skin. So Definitely check her out. The pieces are super affordable, and they're all pretty much custom. Okay. So get in. Yeah. No, I definitely plan on copying a few myself. Hopefully, at some point, I will wear my hair in a way that (laughs) will allow me to wear these
1: for rest. Oh, my goodness. You are hilarious.
0: No, for real. Like, uh, the way my hair is set up, I want to get back into hair. Uh, headbands get my uh, Blair Ward Waldorf on <laughs> which you don't know who that is because you never watched Gossip Girl
1: actually <laughs> I did I started watching it but I just never finished oh did it. you yeah,
0: girl. oh girl you gotta watch it all of it it gets kind of funky you know as most shows do they lose their, their footing but it picks it back up and then it was over <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> I know Anywho, so now that we've wrapped up all of that, um, do we want to move on to Sisterly sure. Advice?
1: Sure. Okay. Well, this week's Sisterly Advice is a little interesting because it all stemmed from a text message with uh, with one of my girlfriends. And we were talking about, you know, dating and things that go hand-in-hand hand and what doesn't go hand-in-hand. Hand. And she said to me, you know how come a good man a great man can't come with great dick like why is it always like why is it always imbalanced like he's lacking and i said you know i don't know let me ask my mama so you know i had to build up the courage to actually ask our mama because <laughs> you know it wasn't until this time last year that my mom even acknowledged that i was grown so, we had the conversation, and she said, well, you know, God has a funny sense of humor. And she's like, and that's just how I look at it. And she said, you know, an ancient nigga <laughs> got to have something, something to bring to the table. So, that's why they are good and bed because they don't have nothing else to offer.
0: Well, shit, they ain't got nothing else to do. That's well, what it sounds That's true.
1: We pissed if the nigga was like lame, and we hooked up, and he was a quick pumper. So, so... <laughs> shout out to Nunu. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, a quick pumper, girl. But so how? So as the conversation continued, and she was talking about men that were sought after uh and that were attractive and you know could have had it going on she was just like because nobody really told them what to do because they just they just was trying to get it you know get one off and nobody probably ever taught them and a woman probably never had the opportunity to take their time because they was just like okay let me get this now and keep it moving so Eventually, it came, you know, a conversation came into play because she was saying how a lot of times uh, women, we just are so quick to jump in the sheets that we fail to neglect conversation topics that should be had about what we like, what it is that we don't like, uh, and what we want to transpire during sex. So a lot of women are left unsatisfied. But I also feel like,
0: even in having those conversations, conversation, words and actions are two different things. True. So you could theoretically be having those conversations, but once the act actually happens, people have different pace, different rhythms. You know, you might think that this is what she said. I'm doing what she said she liked, but you obviously not. And it's it's, it's, it's all about communication. Right. Before, during, and after. And also giving the opportunity to improve, like <laughs> right. I think that's more so the issue. Like and I,
1: I feel like maybe like the first time you with somebody, it might not be that great because yeah, like, the first time is uh, there are weird encounters, there are awkward because again, like you said, you're learning the rhythm and and whatnot, and so and and so to what she was saying was, you know, we shouldn't just be so quick to just do everything, and you should be able to be vocal. But I feel like a lot of women, because of the the male ego are afraid to like speak up because i've I've had those instances where I'm like, oh, I don't know what to say or if uh, the guy a guy asked me did, you know did I orgasm and I'm like, you asked there's the answer well and- i
0: <laughs> I think I think you don't have to be an asshole about it. I think you'd have to figure out a diplomatic way to not be insulting. Like make it more yeah. so about you. You know, like okay, well, I you know I I don't I don't really know. I don't have no way.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I I, th- I think the perfect time would would be actually during the act. Like, well, no, that's what I was saying. Communication yeah, like ordering. Like to to. T- right. And I mean, and, and honestly, you
0: know, I feel like dudes kind of like a little bit of aggressiveness. Like, if you want
1: him to touch you this way, take his hand and put it there. Yeah. I tell him to say daddy this or baby that or whatever, however you call okay, him. Okay, look, you ain't got to be lusting on this podcast. <laughs> I wasn't lusting. I was just giving advice because you know what? Okay, so here's the thing, and, and and it's because, like prime example, you know, I did take the 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 route that she said, you know, having those conversations, and when somebody really gets to know you, you by the time that happens, it should just unfold. That's you know, a lie. And I'm like, that ain't how it works. I said, because I did the Joan Clayton 90-day rule, and I have been left very disappointed. I'll never do that again. Um, where I really took my time like getting to know this person. I really like this person. I was very vocal. And when it came down, down, down to do it, it was like I was just a blow-up doll, and I just felt like I was there. And it's funny because that day I was talking to my boss and we were talking about like awkward first encounters and how you can't really judge the first time. And I'm like, okay, well, if this happens again. <laughs> Why you sound like Patty? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I think it just it takes does, time. But you have to also, so I gave it a second go you know, some weeks later. And I just realized that's just who that person was. And I'm like, you know, I value our friendship too much to even proceed to go down this route to let this happen. So I stopped him. I was like, I don't know who or what you was dealing with before. I don't like that. So I...
0: And I guess, honestly, and I guess in that particular scenario, if you wasn't trying to, like, cultivate a relationship with somebody... Then maybe you aren't willing to like you, invest the time to try right. to make I, it work sexually. I, I, you know, and I really, if I you were really just trying did, to like have time, a fun buddy, you like
1: that person. But I just felt you could have liked them, but it don't sound like you was trying to that trying well, to make them be your did, man. I figured. It sounds like I you, you were trying to, try to have a like somebody. just the rhythm of everything. Period. I was like sexually, we're not connected like that. We have amazing conversations or whatever. We can crack jokes. But sexually, I I, I knew that I'm, like, I'm not connected to that person. And I didn't feel like it was worth the effort to try to teach him how to fuck me. Have, have I done that with other guys? <laughs> Absolutely. People that I really, like, you know, it might have been off a little bit. And it was just like, okay, this is a one-off. This could be, you know, trained. Like, I, this is fixable. That mm. one fixable. <laughs> so ladies the sisterly advice
0: is right because I'm like right now we're just telling the story
1: <laughs> and sometimes I am not this hypersexual person guys it's just that random things ha- and there's nothing wrong with it that is correct heard. but there are things that just happen to me that are funny there are lessons that are there and so I like to share my knowledge with the world I just like to share my gems with the world. And ladies, ladies, but it is okay to speak up and to get yours too. And it's about being able to be confident and comfortable because, again, you just don't want to feel like an empty vessel there. It's about experiences. And, again, you can have the best of both worlds it is possible but it yes it do you have do you put your two cents in Mary woman I just say yes it is
0: that's all I'm going to say
1: <laughs> you know in my mind but... you are still an angel with a halo I don't think that those things happen because I I don't know why I still put you in that category. It's still weird. But you're a, you're a whole-ass wife. You've been a whole-ass yeah. wife for like five, six years. It has been six years,
0: yes. So, yeah. and, uh, you know, a couple of years of cohabitating before <laughs> that. But I will say that in finding the confidence to speak up during your sexual escapades, I feel as though it will translate to other avenues and areas of your life where you are able to speak up, whether it be at work or um, with your friends in hostile situations, you know, really take um, the time to find your voice and use your voice wherever you can. Like I was talking to mom um, about a completely different subject, but I was mentioning to her just my own personal experience, like, at mm-hmm. work and how you know, like, my boss, be having favorites and I'm clearly not one of them, and it's probably because I'm so opinionated, and, <laughs> and I don't, like, I'm not a yes ma'am person. Um, it was whether you agree with it or not, or at least I'm going to argue my point, like, at the end of the day. And so I was like, yeah, I should probably work on that, like, But then mom was like, you know what? No, like be who you are. Because she's like, that's one thing I regret you know, growing up not speaking up. Right. So speak up. Like, if you want to say, you know, choke me a little bit.
1: like, Right. And I I think (laughs) again, we've touched points on this several times on the show about why Women probably feel a little intimidated in th- that situation to say anything, but at the end of the day, it is what's the point of doing something if you're not it's getting nobody. anything out of it? I know that sounds yeah. really fucked up, but Hell that's yeah. facts. No, it should be it
0: should be enjoyable for both parties. So, and the best way to ensure that that happens. Is that you speak up because low key niggas be out here fucking couches, so it don't really take much for them to girl <laughs> become. So it takes us a little bit more effort. So make sure that you are communicating that. Yeah. So he ain't gonna be hurt. And if what he not, and if he is, then that's not the nigga for you, I'm just saying, dudes. If you are in a relationship, a sexual relationship with somebody, they should want to please you. Yeah. Like that should, both parties, that should be an active goal to me. Because then that's the best way that both people, you can ensure, or at least try to ensure that both people are satisfied. And if if everybody is for self, then ain't nobody coming. Right. (laughs) Or you might as well do this shit by yourself. So... That's facts, yeah. That is so, yeah. Good luck, ladies. Um, I hope everybody's having some enjoyable, consensual uh sex yeah. out there,
1: <laughs> whether it be alone, so anyway, I... multiple people, trisexuals, whatever. All right, well, I guess that so, wraps up another episode of on. My Sister don't know what that was girl do you be hearing
0: me when I'm trying to wrap up the show
1: do I what do you hear me when I'm trying to wrap up the show oh I'm sorry
0: it's okay (laughs) just be going anyway but continue
1: I mean is we finished or is we done you got some most of my bad my bad my bad
0: Okay y'all, we done. Thank you for listening to another episode us on. this is my sister and me um, on Instagram. This is my sister and me at Gmail. shoot us an email tell us how we're doing um today we did pretty trash so
1: maybe next week we will be better. <laughs> oh I, I really enjoyed this episode I'm so... I didn't say it wasn't enjoyable. Mm-hmm.
0: Girl, anyway, where can I find you Y'all on you Y'all can social find media? me at St. Angeles.
1: Don't be silent. Stop <laughs> laughing at me.
0: And you can find me at FNL. Goodbye.